Welcome back to another episode of In The Loop. I'm your host, Rachel Camp. On this month's segment, we're going to be talking about why we love Washington Youth Tour here at Coweta Fayette EMC. We'll be discussing all the ins and outs of the awesome opportunity, which consists of an all-expenses-paid trip to Washington, D.C., where high school students can learn more about our nation's capital and, of course, how to apply. Here with us today is Caleb Brady, Public Relations Representative with Georgia EMC. Caleb is responsible for several youth education and agricultural programs through Georgia EMC, including Washington Youth Tour, where he has recently assumed the role of Youth Tour Director. So that's pretty exciting, Caleb. It is. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. So we'll just jump in. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, before we go into all of the fun stuff about Youth Tour, I want to talk a little bit about the relationship between Georgia EMC and specifically us here at Coweta Fayette EMC. Would you be able to just provide our listeners a little bit of background at at all the things that you guys assist us with in, of course, Youth Tour? Absolutely. So Georgia EMC is the statewide trade association representing the 41 EMCs or electric cooperatives uh, spread out across the the state. So uh, for your members that are listening, Coweta Fayette EMC is one of 41 not-for-profit electric utilities in the state of Georgia. And Georgia EMC provides services um, and opportunities, sponsorships uh, on a collective basis for all of the EMCs that maybe wouldn't quite make sense for an EMC to do individually, either from a manpower or a financial perspective. So one of those being, for example, our Washington Youth Tour. Perfect. Okay. So as we just talked about, you guys help us a lot, including Washington Youth Tour, which I know you guys do a lot of work for. So let's dive into all of the fun stuff with it. Caleb, can we just start out with just the basics? What exactly is Washington Youth Tour? It's awesome. Washington Youth Tour is a week-long leadership experience for uh, rising high school seniors uh, through our uh, national organization, the National uh, Rural Electric uh, Cooperative Association. They have hosted this for decades now, and each state selects delegates that are sponsored by their local EMC to send to Washington, D.C. Uh, for an expenses-paid week-long leadership immersion um, where you learn about the country, you learn about our history, you learn about our government, how things operate, but also develop key leadership skills that are going to be really beneficial for the rest of your life. Okay, so Caleb, when exactly is Washington Youth Tour this year? So this year's trip is June 17th through the 23rd, uh, and we'll actually host a banquet uh, the night before we leave on the 16th in Atlanta. And then we will fly to Washington on the 17th and return on the 23rd and uh, have a full week of uh, leadership opportunities while we're up in D.C. That sounds really awesome. So what exactly can a delegate expect to gain from the experience? Uh, The opportunity to make a ton of connections with similar like-minded, you know, uh, you know, great individuals of high quality, high leadership capacity, uh, high leadership opportunity. from across the state at other EMCs. Um, you're going to meet folks from, you know, Metro Atlanta. You're going to meet folks from more rural areas, part of the state, north, south, east, west. Um, 
we obviously the stops, you know, kind of vary year to year, but we uh, go to all of the monuments, learn about the country's history, uh, the leaders in this country. Uh, we go to Mount Vernon uh, learn about George Washington and the founding of the country. Uh, we typically meet with members of Congress and uh, meet with, you know, congressional the congressional delegation from the state. So these young people get the opportunity to meet their elected leaders and ask them questions and interact with them and really develop leadership skills. Um, again, it's all about leadership opportunities that compete for the opportunity, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little later, the opportunity to represent the state uh, in, at a national level, um, a ton of immersive experiences with similar people that are looking to grow uh, and really set themselves up for a great future success. And it really is a wonderful program. Um, I know you can speak to this personally because you've been coordinator for a few years and you've been a chaperone as well. Can you talk a little bit about your experience? It's amazing. It's exhausting to say, <laughs> to say the least. It's tiring. That's one thing. Um, I mean, the kids are obviously wore out. We, we keep them pretty busy. Um, the adults are definitely busy. It's a lot of walking, uh, a lot of interaction with other folks. Um, you know, my experience has been really enriching, you know, seeing young people walk away from the trip with a different viewpoint or realizing that they have the ability to do things that maybe they thought they couldn't make a difference in their communities, um, really make something of themselves in life. You know, some you, we get we get delegates that come from a variety of backgrounds and some of these delegates just haven't had a chance. And so they get this chance to go on this trip and learn that they can do it and, you know, extinguish a lot of self-doubt. So um, we see a lot of personal growth, uh, a lot of connections be made and people have turned the trip into really, you know, life changing opportunities in some instances. And so for me, it's been as a, as a coordinator and chaperone and now as director, it has always been just incredibly fulfilling to see somebody's path be altered in a positive way through the trip. Absolutely. So you kind of touched on something I wanted to ask about briefly. Uh, in, in your past experiences with the trip, has there been a specific delegate that stood out to you that went on and really made a difference? You know, we've had several going back years and years. I mean, the, the youth tour has existed um, for well over 50 years. So we've had a variety of um of individuals obviously go through the state and, and be a part of the tour. One thing that kind of jumps out at me is just to kind of highlight the impact that it can have in people. We were in the airport in Atlanta going to DC probably 2018 or 2019 and we're checking in our luggage, which is quite the process with, you know, you know, some over a hundred people getting their luggage checked in. And we had a, uh, uh, a lady come through the airport and she immediately saw the group and just said, Washington Youth Tour. And I said, yeah. And she said, I was a delegate with Greystone Power back in the 80s. And I forget what year it was. And she said, I still think of that trip to this day and think of it very fondly. So just to know that someone that has moved on in life and going about their travels, one instantly recognizing there have who else is crazy enough to take all these high schoolers <laughs> out of town, but to know the impact that had on her. And she still thinks of that trip. I mean, that, that has always stood out to me, but we've had delegates uh, of a variety of backgrounds and interests, you know, use the trip as a springboard 
we have a young lady named Slandy that uh, went on the trip a few years ago. She works at an EMC now because the the trip solidified like, man, this is a really cool you know, business to be involved with and an industry to be involved with. We've had people make career changes with what they wanted to major in college because of just the cooperative business model, putting people ahead of profits, wanting to go make a difference through the cooperative industry. Uh, we had a young man a few years ago, came from just a really tough background, did never really, um, never really been set up for success. And the trip really brought a lot out of him. And he is just a really, um, high functioning, you know, member of society now as a young adult, that there are people that obviously come from backgrounds that maybe, you know, have a lot of, you know, built in success maybe for them or are just on a better path. But we get a lot of folks that just don't have those opportunities and the trip, you know, gives them opportunities. So the the diamonds in the rough, I, I kind of look at them. They're the ones that really jump out that they really take the trip. It means something to them and they they do a lot with it. Wow, that that is fantastic. And to hear really you talk about someone who years even later. That was could, so cool. That is really it was awesome so cool to, to share that, that they knew exactly that trip really meant that much to them and had that big of an impact in their life. She said she went in the late 80s and it was, you know, here we are, you know, approaching 30 years later. And um She's, you know, like, man, I, you know, I, y'all still go. That's awesome. And like, it still means a lot to me. I still think about the people. And I think she said she still stays in touch with some of those people on the trip. So you get to meet people you wouldn't meet otherwise from across the state. And, you know, you have lifelong friends and connections. Absolutely. That's a lot of opportunities there. So the trip has been around for over 50 years. Do you mind to just touch briefly on the history of Youth Tour? Where, where, How did it get started? How did it evolve to what it is today? Yeah. In the late 50s, uh, at the time, Senator, but later became President Lyndon Johnson, was addressing the uh, National Rural Electric Cooperative Association's annual meeting and thought that maybe one of the most beneficial things that the electric cooperatives could do would be to send young people to Washington, D.C. so that they could firsthand see how their government operated. And so Texas started sending a few young people. And each year it slowly grew and grew to where uh, by the mid 60s, um, the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association started putting on this program and other states, you know, started jumping in. um, And Georgia has been a part of it for a long, long time. And um, his vision, I think, is so spot on because that is one of the most uh, one of the more gratifying things I experience on the trip when we get to meet with you know members of Congress. What you see on TV is not always reality, and that goes for our politicians. And you know, they I think they go in sometimes with with an idea of what that person may be like. But to have that person stand there and answer their question, and they ask very thoughtful, adult conversations to these elected members of Congress, and they give them thoughtful answers back. And they're appreciative of the opportunity to speak with them because that's a future you know, future voter. Um, and I've heard multiple kids say, like, wow, like, they're really nice or that was I never thought of it that way. Like they go in, sometimes they have their own opinion on an issue and they realize I never thought of it that way. And I've heard more than once, it's not like it is on TV. And that's the one thing that is is nice to see is you will have members from, you know, the Republicans and the Democrats standing together, talking to the kids and they'll all say, 
we're all friends. We may disagree on an issue or have a different vision for how we should solve a problem, but we're all friends up here and we all care about Georgia and we all care about our state. And we're going to do what we have to do for the state and we'll work together for the benefit of the state. And the kids always really appreciate that. And it it kind of revives humanity for me a little bit each year. You know, it's easy to get jaded in life and it it it, it brings it back together for you that you know, young people get kind of a bad rap sometimes. Each generation gets a bad rap. And I always walk away saying, like, we're in pretty good hands. We're, we're, we're going to be OK. We I think we know that firsthand being millennials, too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, I love that. So it, it kind of gives them some different insight. Yeah. And, and that allows them to- something that's important in the trip is getting exposed to some different viewpoints. Um you're going to be with people, you know, we mentioned from across the state, different types of backgrounds, socioeconomic, you know, situations. You get to talk with people that have experienced different things from you. And that's part of being a leader is learning how to bring people together that um, maybe haven't, you know, agreed on something or have a different viewpoint. You know, to be a leader, you've got to learn to work with everybody. And so you get that opportunity, obviously talking with members of Congress, but you get that opportunity for the whole week working, you know, being with delegates, making friends, making connections, learning somebody else's story and their experiences. And, huh, how can I evaluate how I feel about something? So let's talk a little bit about how this year is going to be different than maybe previous years. Sure. Um, and also go into, you know, kind of what the schedule is looking like and what are some of the fun stops along the way? Absolutely. Walk through it in my head here. Obviously still putting things together. Um we typically go to Mount Vernon as one of our first stops. It kind of, we feel like sets the tone, you know, for the trip uh, when the schedule allows to go there first, learn about, you know, George Washington, the father of our country. Um, we usually make a photo stop at the White House. Uh, it's hard to go inside now with security protocols, but we can stop outside, get a photo. Um, in the past, we have went to a dinner theater uh, on Sunday night, so you get a really good dinner, and you get you know a play with that as well. So it's a little bit of a cultural experience as well. We always walk through the monuments. Uh, typically, start that on Saturday night, and um, it is a beautiful beautiful place to be to walk the monuments at night in Washington, D.C. You really kind of get a feel for the country and, you know, you know, our, our legacy, the history, you know, you feel a lot of patriotism. So we'll start our monument walk typically on Saturday night. We'll finish up on Sunday morning. We go to Arlington and uh, present a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And through all this, we have tour guides that go with us. So they're walking us through the history of the monuments. Um local individuals that know a ton about the area and the history typically go with us through Arlington as well and point out uh, graves of note. Um, Sunday night, often when we go to our dinner theater trip, Monday, um, historically, spend some time at the Smithsonian's, uh, try to give them as much time at the Smithsonian's as possible to explore, learn, um, find the topic that interests them, whether that be natural history, American history, the African-American Museum, the Native American. There's a variety of museums that they get the opportunity to walk through, see what they go see, how spend that time, how they want to spend it. Um, with that, with also in, in previous years, went to the uh, National Holocaust uh, Museum, which is a, obviously a very somber experience and, and um 
beneficial, but more more on the sad end of things for sure. That the it's usually a quiet bus ride after we leave there because there's a lot to reflect on, and um, we'll try to go to. Um, We've went to Ford's Theater in the past. Um, we've looked at the Spy Museum as well, which is really interactive, something that I think you know younger people are going to really enjoy. And then we usually have at least a day dedicated to uh, visit Capitol Hill, meet with our members of Congress. Obviously, with COVID, it's a little in flux, but we're still working on some ways to even if we don't go directly to the Capitol and meet with our members of Congress there, could they meet us elsewhere? Can we do something with them virtually? That component is still really important, whether it's in person, virtual, on Capitol Hill or not. And so working to make sure we get that government piece in there that they learn about uh, our delegates. Uh, Other stops of interest may include the uh, National Cathedral. It's where all of Washington, you know, we've had many uh, legislators, heads of state uh, have their funerals there. The the architecture is beautiful. We've considered in the past and in for the future going to Monticello and visiting the home of Thomas Jefferson, obviously one of our founding fathers, going to Gettysburg, obviously a pivotal point in the Civil War, which was a pivotal moment in the history of this country, Um, a variety of stops. So it's, you know, a lot of educational opportunities, some mingling with other states. We try to do a riverboat cruise one night with some other states so that not only are our delegates getting to meet uh, delegates from around the state, but they're going to meet delegates from other parts of the country and learn, you know, what's it like where you're from? You know, a lot of these kids haven't flown to California or Arizona. So you get to meet kids from a totally different part of the state. And that's an important part of the trip, too. So there's a ton of options on the table. And, you know, it always changes a little year to year. But that's a lot of the things that we do on a consistent basis, have done in the past or may uh, do in the future. Wow, that is a jam packed It's a full schedule. week. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, a full week. And you know how excited I am about it. So we, we've talked about that before yes. in this podcast. So, oh my gosh. I'm, Bring I'm your walking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Good shoes is a big recommendation. Lots of walking, but so much history, so much knowledge. I mean, just an awesome experience. So, Caleb, to kind of wrap up, what what would you what advice would you give to a student that's maybe considering applying, but, you know, is on the fence, isn't quite sure? Do it. Do it. Uh, there's it's such a great experience. I mean, we get uh, we obviously survey our, our delegates after the trip and it's always such an overwhelming positive response that we get that this was so worth it. This blew my expectations out of the water. Um I'm always amazed being the hardened millennial soul that I am that on our final night together, the number of tears uh, from the kids, like they don't want to leave each other. They've had a great week and they are, you know, sad, sad that the week's over. And, you know, at the airport, when we get back to Atlanta and we're at baggage claim, like there are tears, people hugging, like we want to stay in touch, like make sure we've got each other's you know phone numbers. Like they make some really good connections on this trip. And so the the history and the the leadership are important and a part of it. But I'm a, I'm a I'm a relationship person. And so the relationships that these kids make with each other and I say kids, you know, these are young adults, the, the relationships that these delegates make with each other. I mean, 
it's something I'm envious of having never done it, you know, as a, as a young adult myself. So I, I don't think you'd be missing out on anything at uh, all expenses paid opportunity to develop yourself as a person, make important connections for your future and make lifelong relationships too. Absolutely. Oh, like I said, you, you softens your humanity at moments during the trip. And that's always one um, seeing how connected they become to each other during the trip. I mean, they our last trip we had in person in 2019. Um, each trip's different. Each group's different. They, they gel with each other. They have a different vibe, which is kind of exciting. You never know what you're going to get. Gail, my predecessor, always said the at the banquet, she views it as Christmas Eve. And the next morning, she's got all of these personalities that she's going to get to meet and get to know and for the next week, get to be around them. And that was always so exciting to her. And very cool. I would agree with that. Um, each trip's got its own, you know, feel to it. And um, I remember asking uh, our, our 29th trip, and we always have great kids. We always have great delegates, have very few issues. Um, they were abnormally well-behaved. And, and <laughs> young people are going to be young people. That, they were very well-behaved. And I asked a couple of them when we got back to Atlanta, like, y'all really didn't, you know, push our buttons and test boundaries. Like, y'all were just a really good trip. And one of them said, well, we just... We all liked everybody on the trip. We liked each other and we appreciated everything that y'all were doing for us. We just didn't want to be a problem. Oh, oh man. Like that's, <laughs> that'll kind of, you know, sit you in your seat. So, um, it's such a, such a great opportunity. If you're considering applying, you know, we highly encourage you to do so, um, you know, like I said, it's an expenses paid opportunity that, you know, Cowita Fayette is putting on uh, for for its members. And uh, we're excited to send everybody back to Washington this year. Yes, we are. Again, you know how excited I am yes. talking to you about it. So, OK, well, I think we'll wrap up, Caleb. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your knowledge, expertise about the trip. Um, we're excited. Hey, Washington is back open. And yes. It's in person again this year. So thank you again. You're welcome. It's a great way to get back to normal. Yes, it is. And please remember the deadline to apply is March 18th. It is for high school juniors who live and attend school in one of the counties served by Coweta Bay at EMC. More information can be found on our website at www.utility.org or by contacting me, Rachel Camp, directly via email at rcamp at utility.org or via phone at 770 252 Seven four four six. Thanks for listening to another episode of In the Loop. Follow along next month for our upcoming segment on safety, our top of mind, and how we work to keep our linemen safe at all times. If you have any questions about today's episode, send us a message on Facebook or tweet us at CoFeEMC. And lastly, we invite you to follow us on Instagram, our newest social media venture at Coweta underscore Fayette underscore EMC for fun content and relevant updates. See you next time.